I'm Christina. And I'm Megan. And, and this, this is, is the, the Aftermath, Aftermath of Sex. We are here with another wonderful birth adventure. I'm so excited. Y'all, I have had a crazy last 24 hours, um, of which most of those hours were at the good old FMH or Fairbanks Memorial Hospital (laughs) waiting for a baby. And sometimes our job is really, really happy, and sometimes it's really, really sad. And yesterday was a really, really sad day, but we're here Yes. And we're going to talk about some beautiful birth stories. Y'all, we need more, though, if you want us to keep doing birth adventures, which are one of my favorite things about this podcast is just sharing these beautiful stories. So if you birthed a human, then... Even if you didn't birth the human, but maybe you have acquired the human. You acquired... Yeah, yeah, that's great. Through like adoption. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or um, even if it's whatever, you caught a baby in the, you were on the catching side of things. Yeah. Share your story. Maybe you were the grandmother of the human that was being birthed. Oh, yes. I didn't think about that until just now. Granny tales. Granny tales. Oh my gosh, I would love that so much. Okay, if you want to send in your granny tales, maybe we can get enough to do some episodes about granny tales. Oh, that would be so good. Uh Oh, granny's stories. I love that. And grannies like to talk. Yeah. All about their own birth story, but all the birth stories. And then they are just so, they're usually just so lively. Yeah. And um, they remember things. Yeah. Little small details. Stuff that we didn't really yeah. know was even happening. You better talk to your mom. Well, she already said she was going to do Michael's, my son's. Okay. She was going to do his because it was quite uh, quite a tale to tell. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk to my mom and see if she can give it from her perspective oh, yeah. because that is an interesting perspective. It really is. Expect, yeah. It really <laughs> is because as a, you know, a grandparent or whoever you are to that person, you're there for the you know birth of their baby. And so clearly you're a special person to them. And looking on the outside when things happen, it's very different. Cause you're just, you're literally like a fly on the wall. Yeah. You know, watching things. all of these ter- ter- terrifying or exciting or treacherous yeah. things happen. Um, so I think that could be special. Just our moms telling the stories yeah. in one episode. Um, but if you have a granny, that would like to tell her story, yeah. please, please send it in. Yeah. You um, have to go to www.theaos411.com and submit it. Um, it can be in anything. It can yeah. be in any of the files. Or whatever form floats your boat. Just, yeah. just give us your stories. <laughs> whatever picture you like best, just yeah. choose it. Just no. choose it. <laughs> they are labeled, you know, various titles, like, birth adventures or tales or burning questions. Yeah, stuff like that. And um, on that note too, we would really like some of your questions. Like if you have a burning question and you don't want to do the research yourself, well, that's why we're here. Uh, yeah, we have a couple of questions um, that are out there, which I'm really excited to kind of dive into. Yeah. One of the questions is a, a deep topic and um, 
would probably be an episode, but thank you for the suggestion and it's coming. Yeah. I think that um, we just have to have time to put it in our, in our um, lineup. So yeah. um, super exciting stuff happening. Exciting I'm stuff. so excited. Yeah, me too. And I'm just going to throw this out there because we were just talking about it. I didn't tell Christina that we were going to talk about this right now, but we are working on a giveaway for all of those um, of you who are supporting our show. Yes. And so just um, be on the lookout for more details to come. About that. Yeah. We are so thankful that people are listening and sharing and um, celebrating other mamas. Yeah. So we want to celebrate you and um, give a little appreciation for supporting us. So be on the lookout or on, on the listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> you can find things on social, but you know how that goes for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think I'm getting better. Yeah, Christina is making these reels that everyone is watching, and she's done all of them. I kind of feel like a slacker. I'm going to try to do one this week, but she's doing an amazing job. I'm so impressed with her IT skills. I'm not sure that yeah. we should go there. But no, I am. I'm like, <laughs> she sends them to me, and she's like, I'll take it down if it's terrible. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's like so much better than I could ever do. So anyway, more of those to come. Okay, well, should we get started? Yeah, let's dive into these birthdays adventures. Yay. All right. Well, the first one is from Sierra. Oh, and by the way, we haven't read these. We haven't. So these are all going to be just miraculous. Yeah. Like yeah. Our, mar what? This is, this is me After with no, no sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we are, we're reading these we'll blinds. These we'll like first reactions. Yeah. First reactions. There yeah. Like that. Okay. Real time reactions. Real time. Oh man. Yep. Any I'm, more, yep. Any more we're good. vomit happening? Okay. <laughs> we're good. All right. <laughs> so Sierra writes, as a first time mom, I never actually knew what was going to happen when it was time to give birth to my son. You hear different women's stories on their birth and their complications, and it can be a bit scary and overwhelming. But for me, I didn't want to focus on what complications might come, but to focus on meeting my son for the first time. Aww, that's wise. That's really that's wise. And really hard to do. Very hard. Yeah. But you should all strive. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Be in the moment. I know. I love that. <clears throat> it started on December 1st in the early evening when I was home. I was putting all the presents I wrapped under my tree when I noticed that I felt wet. I thought maybe it was excessive discharge. So I went to the bathroom and I um, still was leaking fluids, but not a whole lot. Okay. I didn't know for sure if this was my actual water breaking or not. So I had called the midwife right away and she informed me to go to the ER so they can test to see if my water did indeed break. After I got off the phone, I had next contacted my fiance who was working at the time. And he was like, Hey, you doing okay? And I told him I was doing good. And then I paused and told him not to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> if you start with that, like they're gonna freak don't out. freak out. <laughs> don't freak out. <laughs> he instantly was like, "Don't tell me your water broke." <laughs> oh man, like you know, he knew. He knew. And I laughed and I told him, "Well, I'm pretty sure it did, and I need to go to the ER to have them test to see if it did break." Um, and he was like, "I'm on my way." Now we live in North Pole, and he works in Fairbanks, so it's like a 25 minute drive, depending on the roads, since it's winter time, and you just never know what's going on. So he finally comes home and I'm just calm and chill while he's running all around <laughs> the house, gathering my hospital bag and chargers and anything I might need. It's That's so, so typical. Typical. They just yeah. like, they don't know what to do. So I they're doing everything, everything. at yeah. once. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious actually. Um, I'm just sitting there annoyed, enjoying my time, watching the pacing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> he finally got everything together and we headed into town to the hospital. I got checked in pretty quick and they took me to triage where they had put the monitors on me to get baby's heartbeat and see the contractions I was having at the time. After they tested me, it took about half an hour until they confirmed my water indeed broke. At that point, I was excited and very nervous. We had uh, then called our close family members and had let them know that baby boy was going to come pretty soon. We then got settled into our room and I got changed into a gown and relaxed. My fiance was trying to figure out how to extend the couch into a bed, which took a good 15 minutes. <laughs> so I got some good entertainment there. Yeah, I have seen, I wonder when this was. It must have been before we got like the, the flip couches. Because yeah. it must have been a chair. Like a chair. And to see all the way, I'm sure you've seen this too, all the way if somebody can sleep on one of those chairs. It's so bad. It's not right. It's <laughs> like all the incorrect ways. It's so funny. And then they do that and then you're like, oh, that's not quite right. And they're like, we're yeah. fine. Yeah. Because they don't want any attention on them. Yeah. And so then they sleep in the fetal position yeah. the whole entire right. time they're there. And you're we're like, really can I just fix it? I know. Yeah. That's why a lot of times, I know a lot of people don't do this, but I, if I have time, I always make the, the bed, bed for the partner. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't have to worry about it. Uh, then the nurses came in and got me hooked up to the monitors and had put an IV into my arm. From there, it was just playing the waiting game. The midwife, Tanya, had come to see me, and we were going over a game plan for the birth, and she was super friendly and nice. Then came the next day, December 2nd, and I was really excited to give birth to my son on this day, 12-2-22. Oh, yeah, super cool. Birthday. Yeah. Like, that would be an awesome birthday to have, right? Yes. Yes. So my contractions still felt the same. They were a little intense, but still manageable. And I had the nurses check my cervix, cervix, which they said was about two centimeters dilated. The midwife came in and she was telling me she was confident that I was going to have this baby today, which got me super excited. Confident, huh? Well, that, I mean, <laughs> whew, whenever you say confident. Yeah, I know. Uh, I hope she did. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Continue the story. Well, maybe, you know, she had an insight into... Yeah you know, yeah. how the cervix felt or sure. I try not to give any, any confidence Me neither. about arrival no. times. I was wrong every single time for like the first five years of my career. And so I just don't even be like, <laughs> when are we, do you think we're going to have it? I'm like, no predictions here. <laughs> Cause then it'll go opposite. Okay. Let's see. We then uh, got me started on Pitocin to try and get things moving along and getting my contractions more together. I started to bounce on a birth ball to try and help. And at that point uh, we're, where a bunch of water came out and I was pretty drenched. The magic of a birth ball, I'd say. <laughs> That's cute. From there, my contractions got more intense pretty fast. Oh, I wonder if she had a small leak. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. Yeah. the big gush happened yeah. afterwards, which then um, was like a full break. Yeah. And then your body's like, oh, oh it's labor. Yeah, okay. There you go. Sounds like what's that's what happened. Uh, it was late afternoon, and I had my cervix checked again. And this time, I was four centimeters, almost nice. five. Yeah. Good job. Uh, but not quite. Um, after dealing with my contractions for a hot minute, um, <laughs> I got an epidural, which didn't I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like that. For a hot minute. For a hot minute. I bet it was hot in multiple ways. I bet it was more than a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I got the epidural, which didn't hurt as much as I thought. They never hurt as bad as the contractions when the contraction, you know, when mm -hmm. you're ready for an epidural. Yeah. Um, there were definitely parts in which it tickled, but hurt at the same time. But it was quick. My fiance got to see them put in the epidural and his eyes got really big, but he stayed calm for me. It didn't good. pass out. It didn't pass out. That's, That's what I was thinking. I mean, I, I mean, kudos. I've had kid. times. Yeah. <laughs> dad hit the floor and get a concussion one time yeah. yeah um afterwards he was like damn that needle was big but you took it like a pro <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really not the, a big needle. It's just long. Long, yeah. It's a really small needle. Yeah. But it's very it's long. It's very long, so yeah. it's very deceiving. Um, after a few minutes, the medicine started to kick in, and I was so comfy, and I didn't really feel the contractions. Pure bliss for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, after a few hours, they checked my cervix again, but didn't dilate anymore. They were having issues while checking because it was like my son's head was coming down like it should, but then he would move back in like he wasn't really wanting to come out. Ha ha. <laughs> it's like a joke. Uh, joke's on you. Um, the midwife had then come in and she had wanted to do an ultrasound to see what was going on and how my son was positioned. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that he was sunny side up, facing sunny side up uh, instead of facing down, which is almost always problematic. That just elongates yeah. things because the smallest part of the head is the back. Yeah. And so in order to get that part to come first, the baby has to be looking head down. Yeah. And then that kind of like um, like a bullet head. Yeah. If you imagine that it's tapered, it kind of makes way for the rest of the bullet. Yeah. Um, and so if baby's looking up, it's like the whole top of the head is yeah. coming first, which is a bigger, bigger size, you know, bigger. bigger circle yeah yeah to come up to, to come out first or to pave way yeah yeah um okay so then she suggested trying different positions to get him move and Absolutely. get him facing down that's the way to do it good midwife right there yeah so they had a nurse come in and she was enthusiastic and confident that we were going to get him to position correctly and get him moving down into my pelvis good nurse yeah my fiance had helped the nurse move me since I couldn't move my legs due to the epidural and making them completely numb. We had tried multiple positions and each position we did, we held it for about two contractions and then changed. Uh, out, of, out of those positions, the only one I remember <laughs> is the one they called the flying cowgirl. <laughs> uh, it sounds naughty. It does, because now she writes, now when I hear her that name, all I could think of is the reverse cowgirl sex position. <laughs> the reverse. The reverse. <laughs> I know for a fact that I was not the only one that had thought that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. After a while, we had made the decision to stop Pitocin for a while and wait a couple hours and then put me back on it to see if I would start dilating more uh, and contractions getting more close together. It was about midnight when they put me back um, on the Pitocin. At this point, I was a little sad because I was really hoping to have my son by now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had this eviction notice already for him, yes. <laughs> but he wasn't having it, apparently. The next morning came and I was starting to feel pressure like I needed to take a poop. Okay, Good. That's exciting. So I had the nurse check my cervix and I was seven centimeters. Nice. Nicely moving along, but it took a really long time to get there. Well, I mean, well, they did turn off the the pit too. And the other thing too is like when your water breaks first before contractions, that yeah. adds like this extended period of time that is indeterminate in terms of how long that can be. So yeah. The midwife came in and she again said that she was confident that today we were going to have a baby. Stop saying that lady. Stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although now we're in the morning and sevens. I mean, you got it. I you mean, know, you're going to deliver at some point. You got to. Yeah. I felt pretty confident that was going to be true. It was then getting to be 11 a.m. when I really started feeling the pressure of wanting to poop really mm -hmm. bad. Like, it was intense. My fiancé called the nurse in, and they checked my cervix, and behold, I was finally 10 centimeters. That's such a great feeling. The midwife got in um, and got everything prepped and had me positioned to start pushing. I had my fiancé hold my one leg up and another nurse hold my other leg. It took about an hour of pushing until my son finally came out. 
they had set him on my chest and I had cried and I was so overjoyed that he was finally here. It is quite a surreal moment. He was so beautiful and just so perfect. After a few minutes, they had let my fiance cut the umbilical cord, which was a proud moment for him Mm -hmm. as he was now a proud dad. Our son that we named Alden weighed seven pounds, seven ounces. Oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, and was born at 12.02 p.m. on December 3rd. It wasn't 12.02 on 2... 12, two, tw- <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you just <laughs> say? <laughs> it was like 12, 12, 3. No, but um, if it would have been the day before, it would have been 12, 2, 22 at 12, 02. Oh. <laughs> so there's a lot, like, wow. Yeah. There, that, I didn't think about that. But it's 12, 02 on 12, 3, 22. 22. So two is it's still lucky. Yeah, there's, it's there. Two is his lucky number. Afterwards, it was time to deliver deliver the placenta, in which the midwife had told me when to push, and it came out pretty easy. She had then pressed on my stomach, and something had happened. Oh, dear. I started bleeding really badly. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, no, here I we know. go. Yeah. Um, it's, and I'm seeing how much story is left, too. Let's see. Um, I started bleeding really badly. It took the oh, midwife no. by surprise, and she was trying to stop it, but I just kept bleeding so much. Ugh. I was hemorrhaging really bad, and it wasn't long until I felt super sleepy. Oh, oh dear. No. And it was... And felt out of it. In and out of it. Yeah, that's terrifying for everyone in the room. Um, as my fiancé recalls, they were trying to find another doctor to come and help. And it took a little while to find an available doctor. It happens sometimes. Yeah. While waiting, the midwife was still trying to stop the bleeding. I remember seeing a lot of people in my room. And it was then that, I, that they found another doctor who came in and helped. She had stopped the bleeding and had stitched me back up. I had a second degree tear. So sometimes bleeding will come from the laceration, but sometimes bleeding comes from uterine acne, which is like where the uterus doesn't clamp down. But it sounds like if she was stitching her back up, like it sounds like it was the tear that was deep and um, yeah, Yeah. it was bleeding. Scary. It is scary. Afterwards, I was sleeping for a few hours and felt really weak. The nurses needed to see if I was um, able to go to the bathroom and able to walk. But as soon as they had sat me up, I felt really oh, lightheaded shoot. and weak. Then they had to put a catheter in. And that mm-hmm. is terrible because yeah. she's it's post-delivery. She doesn't have her epidural anymore. And, and then she has to have the catheter placed yeah. after all of the trauma. The swelling. Birth. Yeah. And the tear. Yeah. Yeah. I Although the tear, like a second degree tear is on the bottom. Yeah. So it, but, but it's all so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they had to put a catheter in to get the urine out, which did not feel good at all. No. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. But it did the trick. Good. Um, they had to get my blood count and it came back really low. Mm. I had to get a blood transfusion of two pints. Yeah. Um, they kept me there at the hospital for an extra two days to make sure I was able to walk on my own. Wow. Um, and use the restroom as well. By December 5th, I was able to get discharged and take my baby boy Alden home. Oh. Overall, the support I had for my fiance and staff made my experience enjoyable. Besides having the hemorrhaging complication, the birth went uh, along. What the birth went long, but well. Today, Alden is healthy as can be and is a very happy boy. My fiance and I are proud and happy to watch him grow. And they grow so fast. I know every darn day. That was great. Thanks, Thank you, Sierra. Sierra. It was wonderful. It was such a great story. Love it. I'm glad it turned out well. After all that time, that's a long. That's a long, it's a, yeah, it's a long time. And yeah. when your water breaks first, it's just so hard to convince your body to respond sometimes, yeah. especially, I don't know if this was her first, yeah, it was her first baby. Was, yeah. um, you know, those always take a little bit longer too, and just in general, but yeah. um, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you. 
So I have one that's from Lanita and um, she says, I still remember that early morning phone call I received on February 17th, 2013, letting me know it was go time. For me, this was a moment that I had been wishing and hoping for since my hysterectomy in 2003. Oh, that just gave me chills. I know. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm tired, so I might get weepy. <laughs> Um, finally, after almost 10 years, I was about to be a mom to a baby girl. That's so special. Yeah. While on the phone, my stepsister, who is also the birth mother, that's really oh, cool, yeah. um, told me which hospital to go to and let me know what was going on. Apparently, her amniotic fluid had been leaking, and now she was noticing some traces of blood, which is why she went into the hospital. After a 50-minute drive from our house, my husband and I finally made it to the hospital. Um, I still remember seeing those mixed, oh no, I still remember those mixed emotions I had walking into the hospital with our daughter's diaper bag and car seat, the feeling of disbelief that this moment was really happening mixed with happiness and anxiousness. Yeah. Um, after we made it to the hospital room, I remember seeing my stepsister laying in the bed, all strapped up to the monitors while my other stepsister stood over her. After a few hours of dealing with the contractions, things started to get scary. Uh-oh. Uh, it seemed that every time my stepsister would have a contraction, our daughter's oxygen would drop uh, really low. After that happened a couple of times, the head nurse finally took, looked over at my stepsister and told her that if the oxygen levels continued to drop like that, then they would need to do an emergency uh, C-section. Unfortunately, since I was not the one delivering, the baby things were a lot harder to deal with. In this situation, my stepsister was absolutely refusing to have a C-section for personal reasons. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine um, yeah. being so scared. There's stuff going on. And she's like, no. Wow. Scary. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to make those decisions in the moment, too. And yeah. I can imagine having a cesarean is very scary. Yeah. I can more than imagine it, but yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but you know, like yeah. there's two sides to that. Yeah. Um, wow. And how boldly like it's just really obvious. Yeah. When there's two people. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, two perspectives. Yeah. It was the, at that point that the staff tried something else to help prevent a possible C-section. The plan was to put saline back into the uterus with a catheter and hope it would help. So she must have been having variable D-cells. Um, and so they do an, what's called an amnioinfusion where they put fluid in that kind of replaces amniotic fluid and helps decrease cord compression, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah, it's a cool trick. Yeah. It works It really does well. most of the time, yeah. yeah. If not, then they would go ahead and plan a C-section, even though my stepsister was against it. Oh. Well, I don't think that legally they could have made her have a C-section. I don't think they could, but. Um, but I wasn't there, so I don't know the details of the situation. <laughs> right. But I don't think that you can force somebody to have a C-section. I don't think you can. Yeah. I think it. Um, there's a lot of legal that goes into that. Yeah. I, I It sounds like a really I've never difficult had, situation. Yeah. Yeah. For everyone in the room. Never had to experience that. So yeah. um, luckily it worked and things seemed to get back on track. Thank goodness. Yeah. It wasn't long after that when she was fully dilated and began oh, pushing. It was at 420 when my daughter Callie was born into this world weighing five pounds, one ounce. After they laid Callie on her chest, I was given the honor of cutting her umbilical cord. Oh, this was oh. special. 
I'm glad you were able to be in there. Yeah, that's really too. cool. I, yeah, that doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah, I've only had it probably just a couple times in my career, but it's, when it is, it's very it's super special. Yeah, yeah. And um, her stepsister allowing her to be in right. there and share that moment, yeah. you know, that's a that's a big deal. Once they had cleaned Callie and my step stepsister up, my husband was finally able to come into the room and meet his daughter. Although it was an extremely happy moment for me, it was also an emotional roller coaster. I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah. There's so many mm -hmm. layers to this kind of yeah. situation. It is important to understand that this adoption process was a lot different than most, and this was because we were family. Also, our lawyer never told us about having stuff set up with the hospital. So after the delivery, we were all in the same room, mm. which is challenging or tricky. Yeah. Um, but generally, we facilitate whatever it is well you know it doesn't sound like they were to, here yeah 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 right yeah but generally the birth mom gets to drive all of those decisions yeah whatever yeah so when we would be loving our or holding on to Callie my stepsister would be lying in the bed watching us for me my biggest fear was her going back on the adoption and leaving me and my husband childless yeah yeah I think that's a legitimate yeah yeah. So while in the hospital, I would have to hold back on my emotions of happiness because I was dealing with the emotions my stepsister was going through, which were valid and understandable. Yeah. I can't imagine her watching. Yeah. No, all you know, of it. and just, yeah. Um, it's yeah. nice when there's two separate rooms for, yeah. both, you know, both the families. I will be forever thankful and grateful for my stepsister who gave me something that I never thought I could, uh, would ever have a child. She knew from the very beginning of her pregnancy that she wouldn't be able to give Callie a good life, which is why she asked us to adopt the baby. It is women like my stepsister who help women like me experience. Yep. <laughs> I can't talk. It's okay. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, so, I'm sorry. I'm tired and emotional. No. Okay. I can do this because I'm can. a big girl. Um, it is women like my stepsister who help women like me experience the one thing we wouldn't have gotten to experience otherwise, and that is motherhood, which is super cool. I know. Anyway, okay. She goes on to say, I would say the hardest part of having um, had a total abdominal hysterectomy that was not needed. Oh, oh gosh. That sounds like a whole other story. That is. Um, was dealing with the fact that I would never be able to experience the one part of being a woman, which is pregnancy. Yeah. And feeling that baby move and kick inside of me. Even though I still have moments of, of it still bothering me. I don't know how you couldn't. Really, yeah. Um, it changes your whole um, plan for your like what you yeah. your what you plan for your life. You know? Well, and how you see yourself yeah. as a person, and what you want, your hopes, your wishes, your desires, mm -hmm. all of those all things. Of those things. Yeah. Um, it's amazing what a little organ, right? How meaningful it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes on to say, "I can honestly say that I wouldn't change a thing. This is because it has led me to where I am today." The reality is that I might not <clears throat> have ever been asked by my stepsister or wanted to adopt if me and my husband would have ever been able to have a child of our own. I know that God made Callie specifically for me and my husband because she is a perfect mixture of the two of us. She is truly my saving grace and has helped me more than she will ever know. Aww. Sweet. I really, really, really love that story. Yeah. Special. Thanks, yeah. Lanita. Thanks, Lanita. That's really great. That's really, really, 
Good. And you made me cry. So I yeah. think that's the new goal on this podcast. Make, <laughs> make Christy to cry. cry. Not hard. Many people will succeed. It's fine. Uh, we all know who we are in our... <laughs> I'm an emotional um, person, yeah. if you hadn't know, yeah. know, noticed by we, now. We did. but We did notice. And it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay I cry. I just yeah. cry. I'm very empathetic. Yeah. I just feel all the feels. Yeah. Like, immediately. Yeah. There's no controlling it. It yeah. just comes it just over happens. She's overcome. Yeah. So it's not anyway. a terrible thing. Not okay. Like, not a bad quality. And then moving on to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is really exciting because we're going to hear the story oh. of Christina's birth. And I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> She's going to because it's her mom telling the story of her birth. So just be ready. That's why I'm reading this story. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness I wouldn't be able to get through it. Okay. I'm excited to hear this. I haven't. Okay. So this is from Rose Selkirk. So we have heard this is the last of Rose's births. Last but not least. And also <laughs> probably the favorite. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm, I'm kidding, brother. Yeah. <laughs> not. No, yeah, I'm brother. kidding. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So Rose writes, it, ha it had been almost three years since I had given birth to our son, Robert. Speak of the little devil. Yeah. <laughs> our family was still farming and now Bobby was a big part of that. I realized, and Bobby is what you guys call yeah, your brother. My, okay. Yeah. So Bobby is Robert. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like it when you call him booby, but that was is that what you called him when, when I was mad at him. Oh, uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's just like the sibling way. Yeah. yeah. He, I, he gave it back. It's yeah. fine. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I realized I had missed my period. Oh, man. I don't know. There it is. I was one of the fortunate ones who didn't get sick or have cramps during the wonderful time of the month. Therefore, I decided to see if I was just late and wanted to confirm missing another month before I said anything. Okay. Lo and behold, no period again the next month. I think I'm pregnant. And pregnancy tests weren't as sensitive back then either. Yeah. You know, now you can find out so super early. Before four weeks, you can find yeah, out, which weird. is insane because conception happens at week two. Right. So really you're like one week post-conception. I know. And that's triggering wild. a positive. To think about that is insane. It's wild. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor confirms that I was pregnant and due the middle of March. <laughs> the middle of March. <laughs> I I know when Christina's birthday is, so I'm a little concerned. Not I'm in wondering March. Where <laughs> this is gonna go. Oh, okay. But was she due the middle of March? She was due. She I, was due in the middle of she March. She was due in okay. March. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get to the details of this. This one. is gonna be rough. Yeah, it is. So, I yeah. Okay. All right. We were so excited. Our family was adding another member. We began sharing our news when my friend announced she was also pregnant and she was due three weeks after me. Oh, that is exciting. How exciting to have someone to walk through this journey together. I wonder if this is the person that stole my mom's name for me. I don't understand. The my, are coming out of your mouth. My first name. Oh. Should I have been born before her friend? Oh. was going to be Heather, I think. Really? But I'm so glad it didn't work out because I really love my name. Yeah. My name is great. Yeah. You just look like a Christina. Yeah. But wait a second. Yeah. Wait, did her friend know that that was her chosen name? I don't remember. I'll have to find because out. Because if that's the case, that is shady. <laughs> and not a true friend. Not a no. true friend. <laughs> you cannot steal your friend's name of their child. Yeah. Friend. But she was due after her, and I think had a baby before her, and yeah. then took her name. It was and then she had to think of a new name? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I became Christina Marie. And I feel okay. like 
I'm the winner. Well, it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's With hilarious. a K, by the way. With my, a K. My parents have class. Yeah. <laughs> Not to no diss on the CHers out there. I love y'all. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So she continues with, I continued to work, not really uh, much sickness, but oh my, did I have a lot of heartburn. The heartburn continues through my whole pregnancy. Oh, I imagine. I, I bet she yeah. thought you were going to have a lot of hair. She did. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. But it wasn't the heart. It, it's not, it's not the heart the hair. It, remember, it's the hormones. It's the hormones. It's the hormones. The progesterone. The progesterone, yeah. That's and nice. the relaxing. And the relaxing, mm -hmm. yeah. It's in a myth, in case you're... Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Everything went fairly well, except the doctor being upset that I had gained 60 pounds. Oh, don't yeah. worry about it, Ma. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. But it probably didn't Although, feel good. Yeah. Right. We talked because about this with yes, Megan. The, yeah. The last, <laughs> because I also gained 60 pounds with one of mine. Yeah. Um, let's see. I felt this pregnancy was a whole body pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> a whole oh, body pregnancy. Yeah, that's great. My arms, legs, feet, and belly was swelling. Oh, man. Edema was a mild way of explaining what some of my body parts looked like at the end of each day. <laughs> oh, no. And like working on the farm. She's yeah, on seriously. her feet for 12 or 14 oh, or 16 her hours. Must have yeah. Been. Regular doctor checks continued uh, with every everything moving along as expected, other than the report of more weight. <laughs> How much more weight, Rose? Let's see. Uh, I'm going to have, have my work cut out for me after I deliver this one. <laughs> Time was getting closer and the movements increasing. With no idea of what we were going to have, I not only was praying for a healthy baby, but secretly hoping for a girl. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because this was then, before you don't. You just yeah, didn't know. You just didn't know. It was all mystery. Middle of March arrived, and my friend had went into labor and delivered three weeks early. I bet this was the friend. <laughs> this probably was. She had a beautiful baby girl. My due date came. My due date came and went, and I still had not delivered. Sorry, this wasn't supposed to happen. I was to deliver first. Yeah. And how the anger as oh, yeah. you get farther yeah. and farther past yeah. your due date, you're like, oh my gosh. Right. Like, when yeah. is this going to end? Yeah. My mom went two full weeks. I was 42 weeks. Yeah. Too, so, well, I was 41 and four. Yeah. When my little Corlin was born. Yeah. Crazy. You were. Yeah. My due date came in when she's okay. Let's see. Um, this wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to deliver first. Frequent visits now, and the doctor promised everything was in order and could happen at any time. One week, two weeks, three weeks. And back then, I guess they would just let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Now we would normally induce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finally, I was sent to the hospital, dilated to three. Hey, that's something. Husband on the road and trying to make it back from the Eastern market on time to be present for the new arrival. Nothing was progressing fast. My mother-in-law wearing her three heels as we were directed. Three inch heels. Oh, three inch heels. Okay. Three inch heels <laughs> as we were directed to walk the halls over and over to get things moving. Wait, I have a question. So this is one of the things that she brings up all the time because she just remembers the clack, 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 oh, clack heels. of grandma's heels oh my gosh. on the floor as they walked circles and circles and oh. circles. And did your grandma often wear three inch heels she as was, a farmer's wife? She always wore her heels. She was a classy lady. She, I don't know how she wore the heels. That Did she wear them around the farm? I'm not really sure if she wore them like in the field. I just like I don't remember. But she's still pretty classy. You know, um, she is I could spend a whole episode talking about my saucy grandma. Yeah. She's super cool. Yeah, she seems cool sweet, too. but she's like mm -hmm. yeah. she's very sweet. Yeah. 
but she she seems like innocent uh, and, and she's not she's quite the lady <laughs> yeah we'll have to talk off her <laughs> okay uh let's see uh hubby called and blew a water hose on the truck and was searching for someone to fix it oh good going dad okay <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> uh yeah poor timing um, still walking for three hours when I finally began harder contractions and we were back in our room. I want to know how her feet felt after walking three for hours. Three hours, yeah. Not only my mom's swollen feet, yeah. but my grandma's clacking, clack, yeah, clack, no clack, clacking. Yeah. With her three inch heels. I know. Good it's Lord. not really necessary to walk like that either. I mean, it's not really. <laughs> it doesn't help. It's not. We should do a myth about that. Well, does walking does put walking you into, put you into labor? labor? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, closer and closer, the contractions came and I was finally able to push. The doctor miscalculated the size I was about to deliver. Wait <laughs> Oh, and apologized for not cutting me more as I began ripping. Oh, no. Well, and that, that was, just, probably, that was probably okay. Yeah. But. Because that's what we would just do now. Oh. Uh, Holy crap. This one was not wanting to see the outside world at all. <laughs> oh, she had a fourth degree. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. maybe I wonder if an episiotomy may have prevented that. Maybe. Maybe. But it could have torn Tor from the episiotomy right into it, too. Ugh. I was not small. A fourth degree. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. That is. Bad. I do love you. How big were you? I'll get there. Does maybe. Have it in here? She doesn't. Oh, she doesn't put it in here? No, she doesn't. But I was nine pounds, four ounces. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, with a big old head. I was I'm sure. I was solid. Yeah. Um,. Sorry. Okay, I lost my place. Holy oh, crap, yeah. this one was not <laughs> Hubby's still not by my side. Oh, oh bummer. He, he missed the delivery. Did. Oh, how sad. I know. <laughs> All because of a truck. Okay. Um, <laughs> after hose. hours, the cry finally started. Black long hair down over her ears. Mm -hmm. With five fingers and toes, my precious gift arrived and the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen. Christina Marie was the most perfect thing mm -hmm. I had laid eyes on. I can remember the nurses stating, we have to measure her shoulders. They have to be at least 13 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Not what my mom wanted to hear. I was so relieved that I was blessed with a daughter and everything was behind me. I thought. I began hemorrhaging. Oh. In they came to stitch me up. Again and again, inside and out. Happened three times. As they were finishing up the last time, in came Christina's dad. Finally, he made it. <laughs> Christina's dad was so proud of his daughter. He went out to our orchard and handpicked the perfect pink cherry blossom to place in his little baby girl's hair before leaving the hospital. How sweet is that? Christina's crying. <laughs> God is good. Another perfect gift, Christina. I'm such a blessed mother to have two of the most amazing children, both such good kids all the way through. Now raising their own children, I'm so proud of them both. Remember, you're not born strong. We are made strong by what we endure and learn from the ups and downs. Okay, this might make me cry. Um, that is how I became the mother I am I am, and taught uh, what I've taught my children as well. Aww. Thanks, Rose. Sweet mom, I have the sweetest mom. I know. And she's the Birth Adventures MVP. Yeah. Maybe we should make give her something special that says Birth Adventure MVP. She submitted all of her birth stories. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, Rose. and she told them so nice I and beautifully. Know. Yeah. My mom is a special lady. She is. And I'm sorry you had a fourth degree mom. I know. It's not my fault though. You gained six <laughs> 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 yeah. 
It's not my fault I was nine four. My, I think my brother was like seven pounds. Oh, he was little. So this was significantly yeah. different. Or, or average well, size, I should say. And I'm, you know, the physicians let her go to 43 weeks. So it had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure the only thing to do with yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure um, that that was advisable. And I'm glad that I, I well, made it's it not okay. Advisable. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know that back then. I'm glad I'm old, but not. I am old. Well, I mean, that's several decades ago. Several decades. (laughs) Several, not just a couple. (laughs) Several. Um, So, yeah, things have changed. Things have changed. Yeah. But how sweet. Thank you all so much. For your birth stories. Um, We need more. We need more. Like at at the beginning, we were telling you we, we want them all. Yeah. I think they all offer something special. And, um, you know, Lenita had this wonderful and um, interesting perspective on her story of her daughter. Um, Super cool and unique and will resonate with a lot of people. So share your stories. Yeah, share your stories. Whatever they may be. And granny tales, man, could we get some granny tales up in here? That would be so fun. Granny tales. I would love that so much. Yeah. All right. Okay. So if you want to submit a story. Yeah, yes. Let's tell them. Uh, www.theaos411.com. And you can submit it anywhere on there. And you just scroll down. It's easy to find. Yep. And um, also be on the lookout for our giveaway. Yes. We will have more info on that here pretty soon. So, soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. you guys. We Bye. hope you feel enlightened today. Bye. Bye.